Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick. Well, TikTok has witnessed exponential growth during lockdown and as a result, it's fast becoming the hottest platform for digital influencers. One such influencer is Lauren Whelan and she's amassed over 700,000 followers on the platform. Lauren, before we talk about TikTok, provide us with an insight into the person behind the profile. Thank you for having me. I'm 19 years old, raised in Carlow, born in Carlow, and now I'm currently studying media and public relations in IT Carlow. I suppose my whole life I've kind of been doing gymnastics and dancing and performing, and like I just love kind of that creative side of that, and I love performing, and yeah, and that's kind of kind of all about me, I suppose. And it was around Christmas 2018 that you joined TikTok. So talk to us about the journey since then, because at this stage, you've amassed over 700,000 followers. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I started in Christmas of 2018. And, um, well, I kind of just downloaded the app just as a joke. Um, I downloaded it when I was actually in school uh, during lunch because I wanted to make a video that was like kind of trending at the time on the app. Um, with the lads in my year. So I literally downloaded it just to do that video. Um, and from there, like that video didn't really do any very well. It was just like something that I could laugh at with my friends. Um, but from there, I kind of started making videos at home and I was more or less just dancing around my kitchen, dancing in my bedroom and stuff, like kind of following the trends that were going on the app at the time. And I started getting a lot of views. Um, I think the second video I posted got like 10,000 views. And I was like, that is absolutely insane. Over the course of like two years, I gained 250,000 followers. Um, and like I was just making content when I could because obviously I was in fifth year and sixth year and I was studying all the time. But then in March of 2020, just when we went into lockdown, I got approached by Pluto the agency, which is my agency that I'm signed with now. And since then, I've been focusing so much on my content. Um, I think COVID was kind of a blessing in disguise for me because I had so much more time on my hands to just focus on content, you know, and there were so many people at home had nothing else to do except go on their phone. So there were so many more people watching my content, which obviously helped my account grow loads. And since then, I've gone from 250,000 to 700,000. So that it is absolutely insane. What a roller coaster journey it's been for you and TikTok over the past two and a half years. So provide us with an insight into TikTok for those that aren't currently using it. And then maybe talk to us about the video content that you post on the platform. Of course, yeah. So TikTok is kind of shorter style videos and it's a very, very creative app. Um, it's kind of different to other apps because you can use um, songs on it. So there is like the copyright kind of um, aspect of it isn't as harsh on TikTok. You're allowed like a certain amount or whatever. So people will make trends to certain songs. It could be a dance. It could be a joke. Um, and it goes viral in that sense. Um, TikTok has a very amazing algorithm, which makes it very easy or a lot easier than other platforms to go viral. And I think that's why the app is doing so successfully as well. And you can post from 15 seconds to a minute. And now you can post up to three minute long videos now as of recently. And yeah, like the type of content that I make is primarily um, like skits, relatable kind of skits. 
So like I'll make videos on things that has happened to me and I'll just put a funny twist to it or like portray it in a funnier way. And like I'll do videos about nightclubs, you know, like weird things that I've experienced in nightclubs or I know other girls or boys have experienced in nightclubs and stuff as well. And I'll make skits about my family, like my mother does something weird and I'm like, oh, every mother does that. So like I'll make a skit about that. And because it's like relatable to other people, people will tag their friends and be like, oh, this is your mother or this is so you. And because of that, then more people view the posts and then the video does better. And of course, you mentioned trends on TikTok, which are massive. How much mm-hmm. of your following has been based around following those trends? Um, actually, a lot of my content, I suppose, that has gone viral um, isn't actually following many trends. It's more like my independent skits that I've come with, like, or, like my original skits that I've come up with by myself. Um, so yeah, I think I gained most of my followers just from those skits. But of course, I've followed a lot of trends that have done really well. Um, I think an audio or a trend that I hopped on was, it's like one of my most viral videos. It has like 10.7 million views and almost 2 million likes. Wow. Absolutely insane. And of course, TikTok is a video platform. And as you mentioned earlier, you can post videos up to one minute in duration. But what duration of video do you think gets most engagement? Um, I think it's, it's, it definitely varies per creator or what the type of video is. So for me, most of my videos, it's kind of hard to like squeeze like a whole big scenario into one minute. But I think the minute long videos do the best because it's not too long, not too short. Because say if it's like a 30 second video, obviously, depending on what the kind of skit is, like you don't want to have like a really, really long, long winded skit that could be shortened into 30 seconds. But if it fits the one minute perfectly, it's going to do best. And of course, everyone wants to post that video on TikTok that goes viral. You've had a Mm -hmm. number of hits that went viral. So what was common about those particular videos relatable videos will do the most successful for me because people will tag their friends and share it to their friends and the video will get pushed more because of that but the most the most kind of like thing that they have in common is that it's about relationships or friendships so most uh, my most viral videos they're all about um skits about my boyfriend or skits about my friends so because i think it's obviously because it's a lot more intimate so they'll be tagging their boyfriends they'll be tagging their friends you know they can like like joke with, about each other and like there's no hard feelings and stuff like that and um, so yeah relationship videos they do extremely well and of course i have to ask you about the dedication that you have to the platform itself so how many videos would you post in an average day and how much time would you invest into pre-production so uh for me i post a minimum of two videos a day the whole thing about tiktok is that you have to be so dedicated to it or it's just not going to work um, and for me, I will, I kind of have this thing, it, it definitely just depends on what my schedule is like for the day, but I will get up in the morning, you know, I like to get an early morning and I'll like sort everything out, I'll come up with my ideas and sometimes I'll write out a script, it does depend on the video, like sometimes I don't have to come up with a, a script, I can just kind of do it on the spot um, and then the videos, it depends as well, so a minute long video might take 45 minutes to make to an hour and then maybe a longer video, which you can, you can now post three-minute long videos on the app. So, like, if it's a longer video, um, it might take me an hour and a half to make. And then, obviously, there's, like, shorter trends that you can hop on, and it'll only take a couple of seconds to make. So, it definitely does vary. But for me, I spend about probably four hours a day making content, coming up with ideas, and searching for more inspiration. So, really, it's not as easy as it looks? 
Yeah, it's definitely not as easy as it looks. Um, It's definitely an easier kind of job in the sense that I have so much creativity. I absolutely love what I'm doing. But again, there's like pros and cons to every single job. Um, But a lot more work goes into it than people think, I, I think, anyways. And have you had to deal with any negativity or abuse on TikTok? Of course. You know, I think, like as I said, there's pros and cons to every job. And for me, the cons are just, the like online hate or the negativity that I would guess and I kind of expected it you know like if you have an online presence you're putting yourself out there you're exposing yourself to hundreds hundreds of thousands of people every single day so it's very much expected and most of the hate I personally would get would be about my body you know like kind of body shaming me just I think as just being a girl like the most hate that any girl would get would be body shaming at least and um, that most of the time is just from anonymous accounts or it's just really young people and they don't understand the effects of their words could have like could have on myself or any other creator and stuff and um, but at the end of the day like I've kind of changed my mentality into thinking that hate is kind of a flattering thing um, for me, like I'm, I just think about it the way, like, okay, this person's taking time out of their day. They're thinking about me so much that they've gone out of their way to comment on my video just to try and make me feel bad. I'm like, I must be obsessed, you know. Like, I'm just flattered that they're thinking of me. So that's kind of the way I think about it now. But how do you handle those comments? Do you ever respond to them? Do you just block those followers? How do you deal with that from a practical perspective? Um, so for me, I just more or less ignore it. Um. Like, every now and again, I might respond. Like, it does depend. Like, again, I might get very sexist or very homophobic or racist comments even on my on my videos and stuff. It obviously depends what my video is about. But even recently, I made um, a joke about gay pride. And, like, there was so many homophobic comments just, like, on on that video. And it was so bad. So I had to delete, like, so many videos. So I'll either just delete the comments um, or ignore them completely because personally for me I don't block people because I don't want to give that person the satisfaction of knowing that I actually went out of my way to block that person. I just want them to know I don't care, it doesn't bother me, they can spread as much hate as they want but it's not going to actually get to me. But again, like if it's something very offensive and it could offend someone else, again, for example, if someone's a part of the LGBTQI plus community and they see that comment, I'm just going to remove it so they don't have to see it. It's a good idea. Now, Lauren, I do want to speak to you about the business side of TikTok because you must be leveraging that 700,000 follower base that you have. So talk to me about how you've gone about doing it. So, um, as I said, I was approached by um, Pluto, the agency, um, in March of last year. And the way like my or the way I make my money, I suppose, off my social media is that brand will contact either myself or go directly to Pluto and they'll be like, okay, we want Lauren to do this job for, for example, like this makeup product and this, like, can we see her demographics? So they'll look at my demographics, see where my followers are from, their age group and stuff like that. And then they'll say, okay, we'll do this. Um, My agency will give them my prices and it kind of goes from there. Of course, authenticity is so important for you as an influencer on TikTok. What criteria have you got in place to decide which brands you're going to deal with and the type of promotion that you're going to do for them? Um, so for me, I won't work with a company unless I like the, the product. You know what I mean? I don't want to promote a product that I don't like or I don't think is you know, appropriate. I've done a couple with Amazon Prime and Subway. Um, like absolutely amazing brands. 
As you mentioned at the opening of the interview, you're currently studying media and public relations with IT Carlo. What's the big goal here for you over the next five to ten years with that qualification behind you? I think my main thing that I want to do is I'd love to be like a presenter on TV or even radio. What I'd like to see myself doing in the next five to ten years is being on television. So, yeah, that's what I want to do. Well, if you've just tuned in, that was TikTok star and influencer Lauren Whelan. And I'd like to thank Lauren for joining us on this morning's show. Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick.